What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. We can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future but embrace our past. We study. We analyze. We race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, we learn. How to make product for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Bread, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, FMF, 
W Wheels USA and Maxima Racing Oils. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Frank Mann, who is one heck of a weekend warrior. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. It's always good talking to you. Uh, I'm actually just uh, sitting out here setting up my pit. We're down here for uh, Wes Williams' um, uh, reunion race. Uh, pretty stoked to be down here at uh, the famous Intercontinental racetrack in uh, Lazella, Georgia. Um, I'm actually sitting here with Kyle Dangler, our uh, FMF brother. And uh, Kyle told me to throw a shout-out to you. He says, hey, I uh, hope you're doing well. And uh, But he's setting up his rig, and I've got my uh, rig set up just 20 feet down from him. So uh, pretty stoked to get a good parking spot and hanging out with these guys all weekend uh, doing some racing. So, yeah, we're down here. The weather's beautiful. So the hurricane that's coming up out of Florida is not going to get here until after our weekend bring rain so it should be nice and uh uh got several guys coming i've, I've talked them into coming down here to do some racing i know uh jared lesher's uh going to be riding with us uh, i think he's going to do pretty well here in the sand after being down at ww so uh should be a fun weekend and uh yeah about the bike i'm bringing well other than my uh husky 450 um i brought uh my beautiful 1986 CR250 two-stroke, which I know that makes your just warms your heart. That uh, I'm going to oh, be mixing gas and hauling ass this weekend. <laughs> Heck yeah, that thing is really really clean. I'm amazed that you're going to you know take it out into a sandbox like uh, like Itch County. Uh, what what, uh, what motivated you to bring that thing out there, or is it there's a specific two-stroke class that uh, you're hoping to enter? Well, they've got a deal where uh, they are going to do an open two-stroke class. Um, so I'm sure some of the kids are going to come down here and uh, park this old guy. But uh, I'm going to show them yes. what an old 86 two-stroke with uh, that's still fresh um, on its original bore can do to these modern bikes. But uh, now we might get wide, might run some little 125s into some corners. But uh, really just brought it down here to be a lot of fun. I've got um, – I brought it uh, – I rode down to a race in Florida uh, back in March as I was coming off my accident and wanted to ride it down on a sand track. Um, I try to keep it off any tracks. It's got uh, a lot of rock. Just don't want to ding it up and tear it up, but uh, I think it's okay for the sand, and uh, we all know how fun a two-stroke is to ride in the sand. So um, it's fun. And, um, yeah, since I am uh, sold my Husky two-stroke and I'm in the market for getting another new one, this one was just begging to be uh, begging to be raised, uh, ridden, and uh, that's what's going to happen. Uh, as I tell some of my friends, they're like, "Dude, it's too nice to ride right when you keep it." And I'm like, "Well, hey, I don't run a museum, and I'm not a collector. I like riding dirt bikes, and this is a dirt bike, so it's going to get ridden." Heck yeah, and uh, and what better place at uh, at the reunion, which is uh, kind of the, the the event itself is kind of the brainchild of one West Williams. You got it. And uh, let let's be honest, every single weekend that we get back to the races is a, is a bit of a reunion of sorts. And sometimes di- different guys are pulled out of the woodwork for special events, and uh, this definitely qualifies under that. I know you got to be excited to be uh, uh, back on on knobby tires uh, for yet another weekend of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Uh... Um, you know, I think when, uh, for the last couple of years helping out and working with the guys at Verb, uh, you know, just sort of being a, a brand ambassador with them and trying to spread some goodwill with uh, with those guys, uh, finally retiring Verb. And, you know, I think uh, the, the vibe that uh, Wes and the guys that, um, you know, they have a huge uh, part of history, especially uh, in amateur motocross, um, uh, they have a big part of the history of amateur motocross over the last 10, 15 years. And it's great to see Wes and, and those guys pulling their contacts together, uh, getting together with RPM Sports, with the McWilliams, and, and uh, putting together another great event. Uh, it's not the Verb Classic, uh, but it, it's not meant to be the Verb Classic. It's meant to be something else. But uh, I suspect we're going to have the same same fun times and, uh, and and smiling faces we've got used to over the years at the Verb Classic right here for this reunion race. So, uh, yeah, pretty stoked about it. How familiar are you with the track? I understand that uh, Matt Walker is the uh, kind of the, the the groundskeeper there now. He 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 uh, he, he minds the the track and makes it what it is on every single race weekend. Uh, how familiar with the, are you with the the confines of Itch County? Oh yeah, we're all, we're all familiar. Uh, actually, Timmy. Uh, my Timmy Bador, um, 
who is Matt's trainer, he actually um, rebuilt the track, turned it back around to its original direction back in the spring. And um, I raced here and did real well in the area qualifier. But this is where I qualified to the area for uh, Loretta's. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, they've done a really good job with it. Um, I know the McWilliams have a, have an agreement to uh, use the, use it. Matt has a lease on it, but uh, they share the facility for different events. And so that's exciting. It's good to see that working out. And, uh, yeah, so we've got, uh, just a great track. I mean, it, um, it's running, uh, counterclockwise like it was when I first rode it years ago. And, uh, yeah, pretty real, really familiar with it. And it's nice. It's only about 120 miles from home. Hey everyone, let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. So you'd mentioned that you'd gotten rid of your uh, 252 stroke from Husky uh, uh, going back a few months now, and uh, you're you're in the hunt for another another uh, 252 stroke. Do you think you'll stay on the uh, on the white machines? Do you think you'll go back to a blue one? Or uh, uh, well, honestly, that's pretty much uh, all of your options there as far as modern two strokes. Uh, what are you on the hunt for? It's going to be a new white one, or it's going to be a new orange one, which essentially is the same bike. Okay. So yeah, yes. I'm. Uh, I, not that the, I mean, the, listen, the, the blue bikes are, blue bikes are fantastic and, and they're just a, a staple. And, and then almost sometimes I see, I see guys out here on their new two stroke to the new Yamaha YZs and the two strokes and it. I mean, it's, it's, it hits a soft spot in my heart. I mean, they're great bikes. I mean, there's just absolutely nothing wrong with those bikes at all. Um, it's just, uh, the KTM and Husky is a little stronger. So, you know. Um, there's nothing wrong with either of them, uh, but after having them both over the last couple of years, I'm going to stick with the Austrian bike. So who who was it the the one that uh, ended up getting the uh, the seat cover that I was able to to uh, hook you up with uh, <laughs> that the the snow leopard uh, uh, seat cover? I'm sure if the bike went, that thing went along with it. Yeah, dude, the snow leopard. Well, so here's the funny thing: the uh, so the 450 shares the same frame as the two-stroke. Well, the uh, there's a uh, Alan Hansen who does the uh, Motivated Ministries called me and he said, uh, hey, there's a kid up here that just graduated and he uh, he's a real good kid. He made good grades. He graduated and he just he's just got his Eagle Scout award. And me being uh, coming from a scouting family, my grandfather being a Boy Scout executive in South Carolina, that kind of touched a soft spot for me and. And he said, would you consider selling your bike to Noah? And this kid's name's Noah Wood. And I'm like, uh, he's a good rider too, rad little dude. And I'm like, yeah, I'll sell it to him if he comes up with the money. And I said, I'll give it to him for X amount of dollars. And sure enough, kid comes up with X amount of dollars. I did what I said and I sold it to him. And, and now I get to watch him post all over Instagram and stuff where he's shredding it and throwing sick whips and all these tracks on my bike uh that i sold him and it <laughs> it pings a nerve but as far as the snow leopard seat that uh that uh traction mx hooked me up with i actually got two of them from him i went back for more um uh, i kept the snow leopard 
put it on my 450 and uh, I actually wore it out. So uh, I ended up wearing it out slash ripping it, uh, loading some stuff into the Sprinter. And uh, so uh, they sent me another one to put on the 450. So I actually didn't, uh, you hooked me up with the first Snow Leopard and I didn't, I didn't get rid of it. I kept it with me. So the new kid's riding the stock. I got the Snow Leopard. He's not ready for that guy. That's a whole level of ready. No, no, that's, there, there is only but one that can handle the snow leopard. Yeah. That's uh, none other than Frank, man. That's who we got on the line here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Frank, um, you're a guy who uh, who appreciates those who uh, maintain great motorcycles and ride them. And uh, I think that uh, kind of hits home in the fact that you, you take that, that beautiful snow leopard seat cover from Traction MX and use it to the best of its abilities. And you know what? Regardless of uh, of like of how it ended up ripping, that, that that's everything in motocross is a wear product anyone that has absolutely pristine everything clearly does not ride enough and uh, all this stuff can be replaced and then that's why we do it and that's why we empty our pocketbooks pocketbooks to do so that's exactly right that's why there's an 86 my right children as i sit in the back of this van talking to you it's going to get shredded up this weekend they're a wear product and we can replace them does the bike look nervous in any type of way no because i'm old and i'm not that fast but it knows it's about to get ridden. <laughs> Is there any chance of a uh, a Jason Assad sighting at Ijikani this weekend, or will he be uh, keeping up with it via uh, social media? It, it, it all depends. It all depends if uh, Cheeseburger Bobby's is having a deal or not this weekend. If it's regular business as usual, we might be able to get him down here. Okay. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh, I, I hope he does end up coming uh, coming out and or, uh, or at least keeps tabs on it. We love Jason. I need to uh, call. And he's him a big too. friend of I the need podcast. To call him and invite him down. Yeah. You're right. That's a good idea. I, uh, I, I've been meaning to call him as well. I've been, uh, uh, just, it seems like I never have enough time in the day, uh, but I, I need to make time for, for, for Jason coming up here. But, um, you'd mentioned, uh, Jared Lesher earlier on in the show, and I thought it'd be fun if, uh, if we could call him up and, uh, and add him to this conversation. Uh, w- w- before we do that, what were your thoughts on his performance and, uh, the overall enjoyment of the, uh, motocross, uh, MXGP down in uh, in Florida. Well, you know, Jared. I'm sure he's going to be yeah, underwater. Yeah, Jared. Uh, Jared's a really talented kid. I met Jared about oh, I don't know, three or four years ago. Um, he was training with uh, Andrew Matusik at Hazardous MX, and uh, Timmy was um, just moved in with Valerie and I, and, and started working and training with Andrew and those guys. And uh, Jared and Timmy hit it off pretty good, and, and trained off each other, and. Uh, Went around and did some arena cross, so he was around the house a lot, and uh, really just got to see how talented he was. And um, you know, and he's a good kid too. So uh, we've spent a lot of time together, had a lot of fun uh, hanging out at the house, and um, uh, you know, just having a good time. But um, yeah, he's a good kid, and, and I'm really, really proud to see him progressing through the sport. He's got, uh, he's really shown some good speed. He's always had great style, and uh, I think it's he's coming into his own and. You know, he went down, he's he's gotten into, uh, he had a good year again at uh, Arena Cross on the Driven MX team, and he's been out there privateering it, I believe, uh, for some outdoor nationals, hitting some here and there. And um, he went down for the MXGP, and the night before the race, he and I were texting, I think he said he qualified 22nd, and uh, I'm like... Scored a point. Yeah, yeah, and then I said, well... Uh, I said let's uh, let's get let's get a couple motos in that top twenty, and he said uh, that's the goal. So I think he went out and went twenty one twenty, whereas two rode in the MXGP class. So that's uh, pretty good company, and uh, in my book, those are top twenties. And uh, I'm not exactly sure. What, I mean, he may have got twenty fourth overall, how the cookies fell, but uh, kid's good, and uh, I'm excited he's gonna come down here and stay with me and uh, race all weekend. You ought to let's call him. There you go. I- Let's 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 add him to this conversation. Uh, in, in post production, I'll edit this so it's sounding a lot quicker sure. to to happen than than we will uh, will we'll lead on. But uh, yeah, let's add him to this conversation. This is Jared Lesher, who, uh, like you said, is an absolute uh, like icon in uh, the, the the privateer world right now. He's been uh, roughing it and just making the best of every opportunity he has. We're gonna call him up right now and add him to this conversation here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by FMF. 
Hey, Big MX listeners, it's time for another commercial break. Please listen carefully to these, and we'll be right back to the show. Thanks. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples, and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. TractionMX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one-of-a-kind. The reason why they're one-of-a-kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick the everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market, from supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hello. Jared Lesher, welcome on? to the Big MX radio podcast show. One of the people on the phone is familiar to you. I, on the other hand, am not. But uh, I am a big fan of yours, my friend. Welcome to the show. It's uh, it's a, you are We are cold calling you. This is totally unbeknownst to you whatsoever. And uh, with me also on the line is Frank Mann. This is not a prank call. This is, uh, this is, this is radio, my friend. What's up, Jared? What's going on, Frank? I got us a sick parking spot, so uh, Kyle over here from FMF said as soon as you uh, get your ass down here, we'll get you all squared away. <laughs> yeah, that uh, I think I ended up figuring out the uh, the culprit of the of the broken pipe uh, from the past weekend uh, once I got into tearing down that bike. Oh, when, oh, the reason. Well, let's let's the get to the bottom of that. What, what what happened with the broken pipe? Yep, yep, yep. Well, right on, Jared. Uh, I wanted to give you a call, honestly, because uh, going. I, I like to heed the advice of one Frank Mann. And like last year, uh, I wouldn't say maybe it was about six or seven months from now, uh, ago, he uh, he said to give you a call. And of course, I immediately got on that just now and uh, and decided to just straight up call you up and, and see what's going on, especially because 
uh, flying across my uh, my Instagram feed the other uh, the other week was uh, none other than Jared Lesher scoring a point in the uh, in the MXGP uh, races this in 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 Florida, which is awesome. Glad to see that. I got to imagine after the uh, a hard fought uh, and and getting nothing from it uh, a twenty first place in the first moto, you were uh, you you're pretty determined to get a point uh, for your efforts after that first moto. Yeah, it was. Uh... It was tougher than any outdoor national I'd been in uh, this year. I got to be honest. That track was, uh, it got brutal. Wow. Uh, it was super hot down there, super sticky. Uh, kind of hard to take a deep breath, honestly. But it, nonetheless, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I learned a lot and, uh, it was, it was very good experience, uh, you know, ongoing into, uh, the next season. Now, now, Frank, uh, speak to the, uh, the the grit and determination of one uh, Jared Lesher, and uh, maybe you can enlighten us a little bit on the uh, where you guys uh, kind of met up and uh, uh, developed a little bit of a relationship, and to the point where he's gonna, you're, you're going to be putting him up for the weekend. Well, yeah, I mean, Jared and I become friends, like as I've mentioned before, uh, about three or four years ago. I met him; he was training with Andrew Matusik at Hazardous MX, and. Uh, he and Timmy were training together and, and uh, just right off the bat saw how talented he was and, and very determined. Um, Jared's probably one of the most determined, uh, if not, uh, and I mean this in a good way, you know, hard-headed racers that I've ever met. I mean, he's got uh, he's got a goal to uh, make it, and, and he's going to make it. And every year he keeps getting better and better. And uh, I guess a couple of years ago he um, decided to make the leap from uh, amateur racing. At, I mean, he was racing pro sport in A-class and uh, decided, you know what, it's time to go make a run at it. And uh, I think he earned, if I'm not mistaken, Jared, I think his first year he earned a 13 number for uh, in arena cross. So he's, uh, he's, he's definitely no slouch, and he keeps getting better every year. Well, that, that, that's awesome to hear, uh, Jared. And honestly, uh, like for for young people who nowadays are all often painted with a broad brush of not being uh, hardworking, not being those who are willing to go out there and sacrifice, uh, you're bucking that trend a little bit and and showing that uh, uh, young people like yourself can, uh, can can know the value in a hard day's work as well as uh, the determination it takes to, uh, to to stick it in there in arena cross, a place where uh, uh, is not friendly to t- uh, tibia and fibulas as well as uh, some rough riding out there. Right, uh, for sure. Yeah, that first year, I uh, kind of got bumped around a good bit, um, kind of just finding my way through and, uh, you know, kind of put in put in some, some good results in the 2016 season and then came out in the uh, 17 season. Uh, had some bad luck there at the beginning of the season, but there towards the end, um, started to get the, get the hang of things and um, really started to put in uh, good results and, um, I had a lot of fun doing that as well. Uh, there was a lot to learn um, and almost a small amount of time, if, if that makes any, any sense. Um, but there was uh, there was definitely a, a lot of hard-fought battles uh, this past season, for sure. I think you took an overall, too, too didn't you, Jared? Yeah, um, I ended up getting two overalls in the, uh, in the lights class. Um, and then I also topped... Uh, there was four or five different AX classes that I was in the top seven um, in the, the overall. So um, definitely put in, put in some solid results and um, also learned a lot. And I'm definitely looking forward to the, uh, the 2018 season as well. So the plan is to go back to uh, back to Arena Cross and uh, just keep furthering yourself to the point where uh, maybe you'll be able to uh, participate full-time in, in a regional Supercross series. Yeah, that's correct. Um, so hopefully, you know, within this next year, the 2018 season, um, you know, we can uh, try to get some help and, you know, figure some things out slowly and, and, and ease our way into it. Uh, definitely look forward to that in the future as well. For sure. Now, like, so uh, your progression as a racer, you'd mentioned that there was kind of, or, or I guess uh, Frank mentioned that it was kind of a, a time when you started taking it more seriously and there was a bit of a aha moment where it just like things start to click. Um, well, like, can you explain that for us a little bit and, and, and go into like what really helped you uh, get over the hump of, uh, of just getting to the next level of your speed and everything coming together to the point where uh, you can go to the world stage, race a, a basically a, a two, a, 
two-day two event and uh, and be within the top 20 MX2 riders in the world. Jared, it's okay um, if you just want to tell them that it was from riding with me. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I learned a lot from Frank Man. Learned a lot from Frank Man. All right, Jared Lesher is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, well, starting... Um, you know, halfway through the season of the pro motocross, uh, I didn't start until around four at high point. And um, it's kind of tough just throwing yourself in and, and making yourself go that pace. Because, uh, you know, whether or not you realize it, uh, whenever you get there, it's, it's always tougher than, than what you uh, what you think it's going to be. So uh, you always got to be prepared and, uh, you know, expect the unexpected. But um, so after uh, not making the first few that I actually did, um, the last four uh, outdoors that I did, I ended up making it straight in and um, put in, you know, decent results, nothing great. Um, but, you know, the, the GP for sure um, was more so of a standout ride for me. Um, the, I definitely definitely wanted to uh, prove that, that I could top 20, um, you know, a moto or even overall, but the way the point system works and everything like that, um, it didn't end up happening. I think I was 24th overall. I went 21, 20. Um, but yeah, just that, uh, getting through those motos, uh, without falling is a challenge in itself. So, um, definitely pushing for, for basically 35 minutes on, the roughest track of your life. It's, uh, it's brutal, but, um, you know, at the same time, uh, I love doing it and, uh, I wouldn't change it for anything. So having a good time. Absolutely. No better occupation than, uh, to racing a motorcycle for a living. Switching our focus to, uh, Ichikani MX, uh, this weekend for the reunion. Uh, you'll be in attendance. Frank Mann will be att- in attendance. Who do you think between the two of you is going to have more consistent speed and, uh, and, 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 uh, and precision out there on the track, uh, come the weekend's, uh, motos? Uh, the number 117, Mike. Yeah, that guy's got it going Fair on. Fair enough. He's got it going on. Yeah, he's got that corner speed. What can you learn from uh, from Frank? His his ability to coast into corners, uh, his 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 old school '90s Euro <laughs> elbows up riding style. Uh, is it uh, how his goggle strap is always perfectly straight? Like, what can you take away from Frank that maybe you're not doing right now? You know, they they don't call him Factory Frank for no reason. You know, you gotta you gotta kind of just play follow the leader with that one. Do your best at it. Well, that that being said, like, do you like his his factory? Frank always has some pretty nice looking motorcycles. Do you ever uh, like set an alarm for like super late at night so you can maybe unbolt a few things off of his motorcycle? Because Lord knows, uh, Frank's got some uh, nice bits and bobs uh, and and some pretty shiny bolts on uh, on that husky as well as that uh, that Honda he's pulled out this weekend. Yeah, Frank, what, what's going on with that Honda? Where'd you get that thing at? Oh, it's been hiding down there. You just you hadn't been around in a little while. We. Uh... It's down there, but it, it's coming out. I might even, if you're being nice to me, I might let you ride it. Ooh, that's an open offer right there. I like it. I like it a lot. You know I can be a two-stroke guy every once in a while. Hey, yeah. I, like, and what, what, honestly, if anything has taught us anything in the last uh, six years or so is that uh, a, a two-stroke edit can basically, uh, like, spell a, a professional career for almost four or five years uh like jimmy dakota's proved that to us you can basically twist the throttle grip as hard as you want at at uh at 207 and uh, that'll turn into a uh into a, a 250 supercross deal yeah yeah that, that's uh i've seen a lot of those videos those things he's got those uh those puppies screaming huh no kidding. Uh, what, 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 like, are are you uh, are you a guy that uh, can can ride pretty much anything? Are you finicky about your bike setup? Uh, and if you are finicky, what are you the most finicky about? Um, super finicky, actually. I I am very precise with where my bars and my levers and uh, it, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, there's little things to me uh, matter. Some people can can hop on a bike and, and just ride it however it is, but um, I've uh, I became very picky over the over the years, and uh, Frank always actually makes fun of me for for how far I, I ride with my bars. If you look at any of my pictures, the crossbar pad touches the tank. Yeah, basically. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it, it, it's uh, they're 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 pretty drop back. They're they're pretty low. 
but um, I don't know. Uh, I've, learned is... to I've, I've learned to ride it. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, that uh, I had Jimmy Dakotas ride one of my bikes up here in Canada, and it possibly could be that I, I'm six foot tall and he's uh, about four foot one, uh, five foot one. Uh, the, he rolled my bars into my lap, and I had to ride it during the day. Like he was riding the A class, so I just rode his setup for the day, yep. and. Uh, I was going down the start straight, feeling like my hands were at my kneecaps, and I, I don't know how you guys ride it like that. It is totally, uh, totally strange to me. But uh, like whatever you guys are doing, it's working because uh, um, it, it's getting the power to the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's it's something that I've always, I've always, uh, ever since I started training. It's uh, Andrew Matusik always told me to roll him back a little bit, and I kept rolling him back and rolling him back, and then finally they ended up where they're at, and they. They basically stayed there. So, see, what I'm thinking is that you were rolling these bars back a little bit at a time, and then one time you didn't tighten your bars enough, oh. and they just rolled down that far, and you ended up just riding it like that, and, and and you don't know how to fix it now, and then so that's why your bars are so far down is that you don't know you actually don't know how to fix it. it could could very well be yes. There was a lot of big jumps last weekend. You should have seen you should have seen uh, it. Hey, there's a lot of stuff to come loose on that bike. Bars could have been one of them. No kidding. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Now, now, Frank, uh, what, what, what's your prediction for Moto scores for a young uh, Jared Lesher going into uh, this weekend? He's obviously going to be uh, racing in the pro classes. He's going to have some steep competition. There, uh, like there's, there's some hired guns that are coming out to this thing that are uh, that are looking for victories as well. Well, I got to tell you, the way Jared's been riding his motorcycle, I. I uh, he, he's going to be—he's going to be the one with the target on his back for sure. He's—he's uh, he's straight up flying, and uh, to score points uh, in an MXGP with some of the world's best riders. Um, yeah. I, I would say that the local boys that come up here wanting a piece of them—they're going to have to—they're going to—they're going to have to go to work, and they can probably try to get all of them they want, all of them, and uh, that he can. But I think Jared's going to be in pretty good shape. Fair enough. They're, they want a piece, but he's going to bring the whole thing. Jared Lesher, uh, what's the plan for? Uh, I guess uh, there is really no off season when you're when you're a privateer. You're working all the time. Uh, what's what's the the prospects to doing any type of uh, whether it be Monster Cup or uh, Straight Rhythm or uh, or some overseas Supercrosses? I know uh, Eric Perinard is always uh, looking for people to fill the gates on those, or even the, the German Supercross series. Uh, what what uh, what's on your schedule upcoming? Um, as far as as far as I know right now, there's there's really uh, really nothing um, ahead besides the um, arena cross season coming up. Uh, no, possibly mini O's, um, but other than that, I think uh, Monster Cup and uh, Straight Rhythm those are sort of a invitation. Um, and then uh, I would love to go overseas. Um, I actually uh, was speaking with a team that was over there. Um, in Holland, and there's a race over there, I, I guess in November, uh, that they were thinking about flying me out there and uh, racing their bike for, for a weekend and uh, trying it out. So um, possibly that, hopefully, uh, hopefully we get a call. For sure, and, and if there's no racing to be had, then uh, you definitely have to grab that 80, uh, 86CR and, and do some sort of a two-stroke edit on that thing. Um, like the, the the track at uh, Etchie County is very uh, specific. It, it's very like the, the the soil is a lot different than, than a lot of other surfaces. How do you prepare yourself to to ride there, and, and do you have a lot of time on the track? Uh, hopefully tomorrow we can uh, get some good time uh, with the open practice day and uh, get some good time on that track. Hopefully this uh, this past weekend from the GP has prepared me uh, for whatever we come up on. Um, so Fair enough. Frank, right. are, you, are you planning on going out there and uh, and setting some good lines in and, uh, and also going and watching Jared to make sure that once he's back to the pit, you guys can go over film and uh, and discuss all things that he needs to do to be successful on the weekend? Well, i got a feeling that uh, probably the only duties that are going to be relocated to me is uh, I did bring a new broom, and uh, it's a concrete start. <laughs> so I imagine Jared would probably appreciate him uh, if I sweep off his uh, garden, his uh, concrete slab. But uh, there's nothing I can tell him. He, know, he knows what he's doing. 
Fair enough. Now, Jared, I know uh, you, you, you like maybe you haven't been around Frank very recently, but you got some Frank Man stories. If you if you have one that's uh, suitable to uh, to put on air, what would be your best uh, Frank Man story? Oh man! Oh man! Ah! Uh, oh man! I haven't I haven't actually hung out with Frank for for a good minute um, since I got on the road. So. Um, our stories go up. We haven't we haven't been around each other in a in a minute. Yeah, it's been about a year, but um, there since since he's since he's now the hotshot GP guy, I think we would like to say we uh, one summer one winter, I guess it was Jared. I think during the, the I think two years ago wasn't it when Atlanta had the uh, uh, yeah, Atlanta yeah. one Atlanta two. Yeah, yep. uh, Jared was hanging out, and Ryder Steffi was in town, and he was racing. And uh, so, of course, the snow and the weather and the storms were, uh, you know, icing over Atlanta. So uh, we had all the guys over there at the house, and I think Jared and and uh, Ryder and who else was there? Timmy and and uh, David and a bunch yeah, of the guys. They were uh, yeah. yeah, they were playing some old school. Uh, what was that game I had that y'all made fun of me for having? It was uh, an X game. MX Unleashed. Uh, MX Unleashed. But the original one. Wasn't it the original yeah, one? Yeah, Unleashed. That the, I, yeah. I, I, played a, I played too much of that game back in the day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, so I have the original X station or play box or whatever it's called, and uh, <laughs> I gave some kid 40 bucks for it that he needed some money one day, and I was like, hey, I don't have a video game. So, uh Anyway, we uh, we hooked that thing up, and Ryder and I went to found some retro uh, some retro gaming store and bought some uh, paddles, I guess, or controllers. And these guys were getting after it, and they were racing each other, and they were betting. What were y'all shooting? Y'all were doing shots of apple cider vinegar, cider vinegar, shaping yep. it with cinnamon, followed by prunes. Yep. That sounds like a terrible idea. You guys are no fun to hang out with. No, but Jared was a warrior because I think a couple of the guys were cheating or whatever, but I don't know. Jared must have had – he probably seemed like he drank a third of that bottle of vinegar and had a mouthful of cinnamon and prunes. It was pretty funny. Yeah, was, yeah and then spent the next two hours in the bathroom. <laughs> That's right. Like, uh, Jared, you doing. know that prunes are only for uh, gentlemen like uh, like Frank to be eating, and, and for for specific reasons, correct? We were at his house, so that would make sense. Oh, that would be why there'd be prunes around. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you, you both on the show. Uh, Jared, we're going to let you go, uh, but we really appreciate you giving us some time. Before I let you go, though, I know you got a ton of great sponsors that you'd like to give some thanks to and uh, give a shout-out to before uh, you hang up this phone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd like to thank Five Sport Power, Five Sport, Five Star Power Sports. Uh, they're the guys that I bought the bike off of. Uh, they gave me a, a gaming deal on it. Um, Axo, MEPMX, uh, Fast Lap Suspension. They've had the bike working uh, great this year, along with the uh, with the MX Tech, uh, the Ride Engineering, um, Earth Pro, KMS Heating and Cooling, EVS, Notes Oil, Spectra Oils, Nuka Dentals. Uh, Moto Seat, Cherubis, Pro-X, obviously, um, Hazardous MX, Andrew Machusik over there has uh, taught me everything I know about riding a boat bike, and uh, my mom and dad, Frank, uh, all the people in Georgia that, that have been, uh, I've been slowly finding out that there's a lot of people down here that have been uh, kind of following along, so it's, uh, it's been really cool, and uh, I appreciate everybody. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we really appreciate you giving us some time here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by FMF. And uh, we'll, we'll do this again, my friend, as, uh, as as the gears turn. As we get closer to arena cross season, we'll definitely catch up and see what you got going on. But we really appreciate you giving us some time. All right, guys. I appreciate the call. Thanks again. All right. Take care, big guy. See, see you later. See you, Jared. And now the, and then there was two. Uh, <laughs> Frank, um, that's, that's a well-spoken young man. That's a passionate young uh, kid that's racing a motorcycle for a living. Uh, do you ever look at a guy like Jared and just think to yourself, uh, like, what, 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 what would, what would 
and Frank Mann have been like in that position to have those skills, to have that speed, to pursue a, a life on uh, a life on on two wheels and racing for a living. That that is kind of like um, you and I, and I think you might have a, a little bit more skill behind the uh, the controls than I ever do. Um, but uh, it just it just. Like uh, often uh, weekend warriors, we kind of just like like it's hard not to imagine what, what we would be like as professional athletes uh, in this sport we love so much because uh, we're willing to do it at a pretty much a full time level and pay to do it. Uh, it would only be that much more relating to do it and and be getting paid to do it, even if it's not very much. Oh, you know, I I don't know. It's it's um, I just I love the sport. I love doing it. Uh, you know, do I wish I could go uh, go as hard as these guys do and, and do the things on the motorcycle that they that they make it look so easy to do? Of course. I mean, we all do. I, I mean, I'd love to be able to drag Peg off the face uh, scrubbing so hard or, you know, throw the bike upside down like Jared and Timmy and the rest of those guys do and throw whips and make some really good edits. But um, you know what? At the end of the day uh, – I just, for me personally, I try to ride to ride again. And, um, you know, I know there's always, there's always guys faster, um, but there's also guys slower. And, and I, as long as I can keep riding and, uh, and just enjoying the people in the industry and meeting people like yourself and, and, and the good folks over at FMF, uh, you know, and, and, you know, if I can somehow be a good mentor or, or, uh, you know, help Jared and so many other young guys that come along to help further their career, help get their name out there. And, and that to me means more to me because, you know, I think we're all at some point, um, we're blessed with different talents, talents and abilities. And, uh, you know, mine may not have been, uh, to be a, a world-class motocross racer, uh, you know, or a golfer or a fighter pilot or whatever, but, but I've been, a, I've had, been blessed with business and, and blessed with the ability to build some relationships. And I've made some good relationships through the industry. And, and, uh, if, if that, helps if that can help me help some other kids and and help them further their their career along then that means more to me than whether i can throw a whip or a scrub so you know anything i can do to help these guys and and uh you know help them further their career is really what my goal is well, there you go, and uh, yeah, absolutely, and if, and if it means anything, my friend, I don't think there's anyone in the motocross community who can uh, can trash talk and get the rise out of anyone quite like you, so as far as that one goes, you are Factory Frank. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know, sometimes my friends will call me, you know, they'll go, oh, it's Fast Frankie, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, well, it's kind of like calling a fat guy tiny, you know what I mean, so... Uh, but from, yes. uh, calling me factory, it's sort of the opposite, but, uh, they enjoy it and I have fun with it. So we'll let it go. <laughs> Fair enough. And, 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 and with that, well, we should probably let you go and, uh, and enjoy setting up your, your, your spot at Itchy County. If you see Wes, uh, tell him that I was looking for him and, uh, and I wanted to do a podcast maybe after the, the event is going, I know he's, he's running around with his hair on fire, uh, to, to, to get everything uh, all, all, uh, T's crossed and I's dotted for today, but uh, um, I'm really happy we were able to, uh, to have you on today. Just uh, chat a little bit, and uh, um, if 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 Jason Assad were on this phone call right now, what would you say to him? I would say to him he needs to get in his overpriced Escalade and point that thing south. Yes, come down here and watch some racing. Yes. Fair enough. Well, hopefully he's listening. Hopefully he's he's giggling. Uh, well, well, most likely with uh, a cookie or two in his hands. I'll buy him a cheeseburger. Uh, Perfect. Hey, if if you can, if, if anything's going to get him there, it's it's that statement right there. Frank, man, the uh, the factory guy himself. I uh, really appreciate giving you some time. I know you have a ton of great sponsors and guys that you work with and uh, brands that you're an ambassador for. Uh, run it down and uh, and and also let us know where they can find you on social media so that they can look at all your pretty motorcycles. Well, yeah. First and foremost, I mean, uh, since FMF is one of your uh, sponsors of your show tonight, uh, certainly want to thank FMF. Uh, want to thank Kyle and, and Donnie and Joel and Chris and the whole crew over there. They just constantly are uh, blowing me away with uh, not only their friendship but um, uh, you know their product support. And uh, I still believe they've got the best product out there. Um, and so that's why I'm always going to run that. Uh, you know, Roost MX, Christina Denny, and, and Chris over there, they're keeping my bikes looking great. 
um, you know, mica metals, DT1 air filters. They, uh, you know, can't can't say enough good things about Simon and the crew over there. Um, the Traction MX seats are sick. Thanks for setting that up with me a couple uh, few months back. Love those things. And um, gosh, you know, fuel clothing. Shane's always uh, been gracious over the years and, and keeps putting out some uh, bits and socks and. Just love it, and um, good grief, the guys, Andrew Campo and, and even uh, Jason Assad, the guys at Meta. Uh, if you guys haven't, uh, if your listeners haven't gone out and subscribed to Meta, it's something they really need to do. And and this uh, this Volume 9 with uh, Danny Laporte, um, some great articles in there with him and, and some other folks as well. So, um, yeah, so I think that's, that's some of them, probably not all of them, but um, – um, oh yeah, gosh, you know, I mentioned Ryder Steffi earlier and Scott Steffi, his dad. I can't thank those guys enough for, um, the viral brand goggles. And, and if, if you guys haven't started trying out the viral brand, I highly recommend them. Their new factory series, which by the way was not named after me, but I will unofficially take credit. Um, but the new yes. viral factory series goggles are quite sick. Absolutely, and honestly, like I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I have the uh, the, the 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 good fortune of trying those, and they're a sponsor and a, and a, a supporter of this podcast. And uh, I, I I readily admit I was skeptical. Uh, I I'm a I'm a I'm I'm like a bit of a brand whore. Uh, I, I stick to uh, the the more proven brands, and uh, I'm always having kind of one eyebrow raised when it comes to a new uh, a new product or a new new company that's just sort of like getting their feet wet but uh the way the way the the viral goggles especially the uh the, the newest version fits in my helmet it's 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 tight to my uh to my face it uh, it fits my helmet perfectly i, I do i ride an f2 carbon from fly if, if people are, are wondering what helmet I'm, I'm wearing them with but uh they're they they seal nice the like the 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 tear-offs are done uh, really, really well, and the, the tear-offs and lenses are both made in America. So uh, these colors don't run, and uh, I'm uh, excited to be running those viral goggles. Yeah, absolutely. And hey, and and I would be remiss if I, I freaking forget. Um, golly, one of the <laughs> one of the guys that have uh, in the, the, the been with me longer than anybody is uh, is FMF. I mean, excuse me, it's Troy Lee. I'm looking at the FMF. Uh, tent as I'm trying to talk and I'm over brand overloaded, but no, uh, Tim Daniels over there with, uh, uh, Troy Lee, he's always, uh, on top of everything for me and, and, uh, keeping me in some fresh new gear and, uh, just can't thank the guys at Troy Lee enough too. So, you know, I'm just a, uh, humble 49 year old spinning laps, but, uh, you know, these guys, uh, these guys take care of me and make me look factory anyway, even if I'm not fast. So I appreciate them all. Uh, you're plenty quick, my friend. Really appreciate the time. Don't hang up just yet. For podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. Thanks, bud.